Welcome back to It's Technically Romance, where we take a look at Hallmark movies from our two points of view, mine being the hopeless romantic. And mine being the somewhat cynical cinephile. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Hamilton. And today we are talking about the highly, I would say highly anticipated, uh, at least for me, uh, The Wedding Cottage. Yeah, no, this is one... Uh, I think we were both looking forward to, and I, we've had some of our listeners uh, reach out to us about this one to see if we, we had watched it yet. So there was a lot of buzz on this one. Yes. Well, let's go ahead and get into this. So, Stephanie. Yes, Hamilton. What did you think of The Wedding Cottage? Is this one that you would like to watch again, maybe while you are sitting in a cottage with the windows open to a beautiful spring day? Or... Is this one that maybe you just kind of want to have half on, half off? Maybe you're doing a little spring cleaning around that cottage. Or, or, is this one that you never, ever want to see again, ever in your life, ever? Whoa. It's deep. We go deep. <laughs> um, I don't know how you have a movie half on, half off, but. You know what? You know, you're just sort of there. You're like taking naps, you know? You kind of look up every once in a while and like, oh, I like that scene. Yeah. Um, but that is not the option. I would choose. And I'm here to tell you, there's no fence building going <laughs> on today. My wisdom teeth curse or whatever <laughs> it was a curse. you want to call it has ended. And I would watch this movie. Nice. Again. Nice. Yeah. Um, it would be really nice to be in that cottage watching it with the windows open. That sounds lovely. Yeah, sounds good. I'm glad to have you back. I was I was worried. I think our <laughs> listeners were worried, too. We don't. We didn't know who you were after you came out. Of, I didn't know who I was either. I was. I was a little worried that my expectations were too high for this one, and you know, it's not a perfect movie. We'll talk about. It's almost about perfect. those things, but it is. It's close. It is almost perfect. It's close. Uh, it's so close. I say I do to this movie. Beautiful. And I, like, I would I like watch it again. I loved it. Great. I did. Great. So I'm just glad to have you back. So when you say glad to have you back, what are your thoughts? Would you watch this one again? Yeah, no, this movie's this movie's great. This is <laughs> uh, this is probably one of the best movies from Hallmark that I've seen in a minute lately, uh, in terms of quality. This this movie is so close to being nearly flawless, in mm -hmm. my opinion. Uh, so close, uh, but technically speaking. It's so, it's also so close to being nearly flawless too, and it's it always happens at the end of the film. It just drives yeah. me crazy. But um, no, this movie is is a gem. Uh, everyone, it's it's great. I mean, the technical writing just across the board, just really well done. And I can't wait to to talk about it with you this evening. Well, it's a good thing we're here to do yeah, just that. It's a good thing we're here. Uh, so I'll give a quick plot summary. Please do. Vanessa is a wedding guide creator. <laughs> I had to look it up on IMDb because I, I was like, I didn't does. even really know I, what. <laughs> I'm so I'm very confused by her job, but go ahead. But I that's like, what like it, it says. She's a wedding guide creator. Perfect. Who hosts a, na a nationwide contest for the perfect wedding. The couple chosen decides their wedding location will be in Vermont mm. at the wedding cottage. The wedding cottage. The wedding cottage. Turns out. The cottage hasn't been in business for the last five years. <laughs> so when Vanessa heads to Vermont to check it out, she meets Evan, the current owner of the cottage. She persuades him to let her revamp the venue in time for the wedding. 
And during the renovation, they become close. Mm. And their time spent together at the wedding cottage leads them to their happily ever after. Oh, there it is. That was beautiful. Good good job. Cheers. Thank, cheers thank to you. that one. I had to cheers get the wedding one. cottage in there and the, the yep. happily ever after. Well, well worth. Well worth. Yep. Uh, no, that very succinct. Um, you know, I, I, <laughs> I'm glad you, you you said her job because that was one of the things that you know I, I was never really clear on uh, about that. And you know, and she I, used to be a wedding planner, I, I but got now that. she has a website that's like a guide and a book. And a book. And a book. There is a book to all things weddings. I yeah, guess. and the thing is, is that. You know, at first I was like, man, I really I'm kind of confused at what she really does. But then I'm like, you know what? I'm kind of glad because then it would just be business. And I don't want business in this movie. So, you know, I let it ride. You know, I'm just going to go with it. She's into weddings. That's all I need. She loves weddings. Loves weddings. Um, so main characters. Mm-hmm. We've got Aaron Krako. Yep. Who plays Vanessa. And she's adorable. She is adorable. Uh, no you notes. Know, no. <laughs> I'm going to say this is my favorite movie of hers. Um, Yes. I'm trying to think. The other one is the, the Tyler Hines one, right? Yes. The very popular It Was Always You. I Which mean, is, she's is, been in lots. But that, that's um, when, I'm, when I think of her, I think of that one. Yes. And the, the TV show, obviously. Um, yeah. You know, I think this is. This is my favorite role for her. I think she played this character beautifully. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to go. I'm going to go on that limb with you. I'm, I'm going to agree. Yeah, I loved this character of Vanessa. I thought, because, you know, I loved her and it was always you, but that character is a lot more, like, uptight, you know, Yeah. Um, which she played perfectly and, you know, did a great job. But this one, um, I don't know. I just found her just super likable yeah. and, you know, really funny. And, yeah, she was adorable is a great word. Like, she was just fantastic. Like, I just absolutely loved her. Well, it's funny movie. because I was I was worried about her character. And I think this is a, a real testament to her as an actor playing this character because this character is very pushy in the beginning, almost to the point of being um, aggressive and kind of annoying, I think. But the way she played that character... I was rooting for her. Like, yeah, it was cute. It was, she was cute. Like pushy, but cute. Well, yeah. I think they even say, make a comment about well, yeah, that in the movie. She was, and I think that's a credit to her and also a credit to the writing where they kind of knew what they were doing. So I loved her character here. And normally I think I would be kind of annoyed by this character, but I, I was here for it. Yeah. Um, and then we have Brendan Penny mm-hmm. who plays Evan. You have some, you have some thoughts on him, don't you? Uh, I haven't really, I mean, I'll just say I haven't been a huge fan of Brendan's Boo. Uh, for no apparent reason. I just the movies that he's been in, I just haven't particularly enjoyed. Right. And that, there's no problem with that. Nothing wrong with that. No. So, you know, recently he's been seen, you know, with some glasses on and, <laughs> you know, that that was nice. Recently that was a he's nice, been seen with glasses That was on. a nice addition. But this is a new, a new Brendan Penny mm. uh, with the, the beard, yeah, and and the gray, the the salt and pepper. Mm. Um, I'm I'm a fan of 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 Brendan. Great, <laughs> of Brendan in this movie. Well, what about his acting though? You've talked about no. his looks. 
What about the act? I think he did phenomenal <laughs> in this movie. I feel like a lot of his past characters were kind of like all the same. Yeah. This was, a I felt, a very different uh, character for him. He mm. was more a little more, like, I mean, they call him grouchy, but he's kind of like a darker kind of like grumpier character he's a brooding you know, artist he's got you know? he's got scruff he's got some pain you know behind him <laughs> scruff um and, pain. and and i was i was into it scruff i, I like scruff and pain i think yeah. if i ever do a podcast that's what it's gonna be called scruff and pain <laughs> um no i i agree i i don't know if i i can't i'm thinking back i i none of his films ever really like stood out to me um, and I, I'm sorry for all the fans out there, but really, I, I can't think of one right now at the top of my head. This role for him and this movie in particular is going to be one that I'm going to remember for a very long time, if not forever in my life. Uh, he just encapsulated this character so perfectly, uh, completely believable, just wonderful. Again, we have a character who is, you know, we'll call him what they say in the film, grouchy, uh, but he's endearing at the same time, you know, you, you, you root for him too. And so it's, it's a testament to both of these actors taking these characters. And again, I think writing has a lot to do with it, taking these characters and making them uh, have some depth, but also be able to connect with the audience. And I'm, I'm 100% here for on, on both of their parts. Yes. And these two together, I always say this when there are certain movies where I feel like everything sort of like, just comes together and like yeah. the stars align and everything just sort of works. And this movie felt like that for me. These two had incredible chemistry yeah. and I felt it even Aaron Krako had been posting videos of them behind the scenes and it was getting me hyped for the movie. And I'm like, yeah, okay, well this is them behind the scenes and they obviously are having a good time and they seem to really like each other, but I wasn't, you know, how is that going to go portray on the screen? And I mean, it, it was, it was just, it, it was incredible. Yeah. I mean, it, it really was. And, and I would love, I would love to get a look at Hallmark's like budget sheet for films because I'm wondering, we, maybe we need to talk to a producer. I'm wondering if there are certain films with bigger names that they have a bigger budget for and they're able to do certain things because this movie looked phenomenal. Like there, it, there's so many things I could talk about in this film. Um, in terms of you know technical lighting, but this movie looked phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal, and yeah, I just everything just worked. You're right, Every, the stars aligned for everything. But I think a lot of that has to do with having the budget to get the right DPs, the right director, the right stars. Like the stars aligned, but I think there's a reason for it. But let's go ahead and talk about our meet cute, which it was pretty cute. I uh, this might be one of my. Uh, Man, there's so many good scenes in this film. This is this is up there. Well, both of them. We have almost like two sort of meet cutes here. Yeah, it's like a, an extend. I like to call it the extended meet cute. Mm. Yeah, this <laughs> this this meet cute was was fantastic. It it was definitely cute. Um, I love uh, the startledness. You know, Vanessa. It's a running thing throughout the movie, but Aaron does great startled <laughs> yeah so this was it was it was funny it was charming you got to see both of their personalities right out of the gate you know you were already loving the back and forth between them it's one of those where they're like oh they're bumping heads but it's not like oh god there's no way i see these two getting together it's like 
okay, I'm feeling something already from the beginning and it's just like cute and making me happy and making me laugh. Yeah, and there's already so many good lines here. I mean, in the very beginning, she even says, um, he says something like, I don't think you understand. And she says, oh, I understand. I'm just not happy about it. And that is her character. Like, and again, I should not like this character, but because she's playing it so well and it's written so well, I love her. Like, this is such a great uh, meet cute. It's such a great interaction. We get to know these two characters and their personalities right away. And when she comes back and she knocks on the door, she says, sorry to bother you. And then he just looks at her and says, I don't think that you are. <laughs> and it's just funny. Like, I, there's so many moments here where I just I had a genuine laugh here. And the, the quippy, quippy, quirky, quippy. I'm going to say quippy. The quippy dialogue just worked hand in hand. They were so good together. Yes. You know, he's, you know, he's kind of rude to her, you know, from the beginning, but it doesn't come across as like, like, it's weird. He does it in a way where it's like funny. It's not like, oh my God, this guy is super rude. Right. And that's, that's exactly what I'm talking about because I, it could have easily gone to a place where both of these characters came off as not ideal right mm-hmm. the way the way it was written maybe i i don't know but they just embraced it and oh man such great interaction if you just want to watch two actors just having a great time together watch these two in any of the scene but especially the meet cute yeah and we do keep mentioning the writing uh so i just want to shout out the writers um please do so we do I'm not sure how this always works, but it says it's based on a teleplay by Lori B. Turner. And then we have two other names for the teleplay, Judith and Sandra Berg. So we had multiple people here, huh? Yeah. Judith and Sandra write a lot of Hallmark movies together. Um, And so I don't know if there was a teleplay written and then Judith and Sandra sort of took it over. Um, So yeah, this is an instance. We talked about this in the last one that sometimes when there's too many hands in it, it doesn't work. But I think Judith and Sandra are like a team. So I think when you sort of have that, like yeah. they're sort of working together. They know. You know. They know. Yeah, they're basically like one a person, one <laughs> mastermind <laughs> yes. of Hallmark writing. So, yes. Bravo. Yes. It was it was written very well. Definitely with the the back and forth with these two. It just it, it made me smile a lot. Uh, but let's go ahead and talk some technical here. We need to talk about this lighting. This might be one of my favorite lit Hallmark films. I mean, it's in, at least in my top three. I, wow, I, that I, is that is some high praise, y'all. It's, it's so good. And, you know, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm trying to think of the last one that I've loved this much. I think it was the New Year's Resolution was the last time that I've been this, like, super excited about lighting. Just phenomenal across the board. There was one little mishap at the end that we'll get to, but phenomenal across the board. I mean, we're talking a lot of natural light. This film had so much natural light here, so much light coming in through the windows. And the way they played it too is there is, a lot of their characters were backlit. And what I mean by that is that the characters would be standing between, it'd be like a window, the character, and then the camera. And so the character would be in like this nice soft shadow on their face, and they'd have this wonderful rim light going around the edge of their hair. Like, it was, it was gorgeous. It was beautiful. It, it brought me into the film. It felt natural. It felt authentic. There were so many moments where it could have been overdone, over overlit, and it and it wasn't. It was subdued, and I I just I I I'm just excited because it was so good, guys. Just watch this film for the lighting. You don't even need to listen to it. Just watch for the lighting. Um, I mean, it wouldn't hurt to listen. Yeah, I mean, the also, film's great, but, but yeah. seriously though, the lighting, the lighting. 
Um, well, you have William McKnight to thank for the lighting, and he has done countless Hallmark movies. Um, he did It Was Always You with mm. Aaron Krako. That's another uh, really good one, too, actually. Love Classified, Campfire yep. Christmas, You, Me, and the Christmas Trees. Those were just a few. Yeah, I wonder then if, because, I mean, obviously those, those are good films. So there's something that stood out here, and I wonder if the director really had a hand in that in terms of working with the DP and, and getting that vision across. Possibly. Uh, that was Terry Ingram, who we most recently saw doing Three Wise Men and a Baby. Oh, man. On fire. Yeah, we got a good a good team here. Stars align. That's what that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> but yeah, and the other thing, just real quick, you, you can see this in one of the scenes. Uh, I did a quick little Instagram video about this, too. But there's a scene early on where it's a wide shot of Evan in the studio. And we don't see a lot of wide shots like this in Hallmark films. We usually have like a little medium shot. This is extremely wide here. Evan's in his studio right on the, the third of the camera. And it's lit wonderfully. We had the, the, the window behind him, light streaming in through the curtain. So it's nice and soft. He's cut out from the gloom of his studio. And it's, it's excellent, guys. Like even the, the, the way it's shot too. There's so many foreground elements in that shot. And so it creates depth. There's lighting in the background. I mean, just A plus all around. And one of the things that I tell you guys to, to watch out for, keep an eye on lamps. You know, there's always a lamp in the background. And it's a real testament to the DP and the director if that lamp makes sense for a scene. And a lot of times in this film, that lamp does make sense. So why, so why does the lamp make sense? Because, so it'll be like a perfect example. It'll be daylight and there will be a lamp on in a house. And who, who puts lamps on in a house in the daylight? It doesn't, doesn't make sense. And so a lot of times the lamp usage made sense for the scene and just wonderful. Well, yes, that scene was incredible. Um, it was very cinematic. C uh, yeah, cinematic. It yeah. felt like almost like an indie film. I'm sorry. Or like a, like a photograph. You talked about this in one, like how every scene should be a photograph. That scene felt like you could snapshot it and that was a photograph like yeah, the whole e composition every every scene of painting oh, was, was the no i mean you're right but every scene of painting is what you want and there was some real artistry here that i haven't seen in a minute and it got me excited um very much so so wonderful job well you know what got me excited I, I can't imagine was the romance <laughs> guys it ha I had it has been a drought over <laughs> here in romance land for me so this was like you know the the spring rain of romance that I have been wanting these two I mean and it's not all you know swoony swoony a lot of it is like funny humorous but it's still connection and that's like so great and they're not constantly talking about wedding stuff there is yeah. some of that but they are their relationship progresses throughout this movie it is it's what i want to see like i i don't want to see like a couple meet and then all of a sudden they love each other at the end and i don't understand how or why but this movie this movie did it so perfectly it you know really we have i mean <laughs> There's just so, I mean, this uh, podcast could go on and on. Like, you know, I could go on about the leaf blower scene. Like, oh <laughs> you my don't, God. You don't jump and do it. What are you I, jumping for? I just, I was cracking up laughing. Like, Erin, I don't, she totally committed to this role. Like, her, just the humor in this movie, just, I, I adored it. 
and, and we have so many wonderful scenes, you know, where they're walking in the woods together and she's picking the flowers and she thinks he's a moose and like those are funny. But then they have like these sort of sweet, intimate conversations as well. There wasn't a lot of sort of deep moments in the film, but there was a lot of depth to these characters that they brought Ooh. through in little moments here. Nice. And the, the woods one was where that happened for sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, there really is just so many just beautiful moments in this movie, technically speaking, romance wise, even just the, I think of the, the dining scene where they first have dinner together. Like how perfect was that scene? Yeah. Um, you know, she drops her purse and the hand reach out. Um, she's like, Oh, are you dining alone? Well, I was planning, planning to, um, yeah, it just, I loved every connection with them. And there are certain movies and I hate to say it, that you'll reach like the hour mark and we're like, oh, wow, there's still an hour left. Like it felt like you had been watching it for a while. But this movie, like when I saw like that there was still an hour left, I was so excited. I was like, oh, my God, like what's going to happen? There's still an hour know, left. Like yeah. it was. And that's a sign of a good movie. It is. I was also like, oh, man, there's an hour left. They're going to do something silly here. I can just feel it. <laughs> I can feel it. I even wrote in my notes, please, no stupid conflict. Please, please, no stupid conflict. Land the plane. Land the plane. Uh, but we will we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, what about the, the town itself? How cute was the set design? Like the B&B, the cottage, like uh, his workshop, like everything was just beautifully constructed. Like everything felt like a real place to me. It didn't feel like someone went in there to set dress. It felt like a real place. It did. Um, I even looked it up. I was like, I know they're not really in Vermont, but uh, of course it was in Canada. But everything's I, in Canada. I, I loved. Yeah, I loved everything. Like the wood scenes, mm -hmm. the cottage, the B and B that she's staying in. Like adorable. I loved the like even the restaurant. I mean, yeah. the that they go to is great. And, you know, when, even when she's driving through the little downtown mm -hmm. area, like, yeah, you feel like you're in, like, this is a real place. And I loved all of the supporting characters as well, like all the townspeople and even the couple that wins the contest. I oh thought they gosh. were adorable. Um, and but they felt so genuine to me. Um, the girl that plays Amy did such a great job with like her excitement of like wanting to talk about the wedding and like it just all felt so authentic to yeah. me yeah authenticity is definitely the the name of the game for this film 100 percent. i mean that couple i believe they were a real couple it, i believe they were a real couple about to get married I, I i cried at the dance scene like oh my gosh we it, have to yeah you know who else i believed was a real couple evan and vanessa <laughs> And speaking of this dancing, you were crying because of Amy and Scott, oh, the, the contest winners. And yes, that was a very sweet scene. You know, he's nervous to dance because he has a prosthetic leg uh. and like he doesn't want to do it. And it's just like, oh, my gosh. And then when they're like, you know, doing the lessons and he gets tripped up and he's just like, oh, I can't do this. Like it was heartbreaking. Um but I loved, I even loved Marilyn. I love that character where she's like, oh, well, you know what? I have an idea. <laughs> and Vanessa's face looking oh, at her like, gosh. what? She knows um, what she's doing. It was so good. That Again, the expressions that, that Aaron does is just uh, beautiful. I do have to say, so we have, at this point, we have one small moment between Evan and Vanessa in his like workshop where she's 
handing him his sculpture and there's like a moment yeah there's some tension there there's like a pause they're looking at each other and you're like oh mm -hmm. like this is like the first kind of moment that you feel like okay mm -hmm. this is turning into more than just like oh we we are gonna be friends you know we can tolerate each other but this dancing, I, at first I was like, did I miss something? Because then they're dancing and he's like brushing her hair out of her face, mm. which is a super intimate gesture, and I it, believe. And it's backlit too. That that light coming <laughs> in from the, the doors leading outside. And so the almost like God rays coming in through that. Like, oh, golly gee. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. You weren't um, looking at the light coming through? Oh my goodness. Uh, it was, <laughs> I mean, I guess it was beautifully lit while he brushed her her hair out of her eyes. But then we have this like super touching moment where he goes talk to Scott and he gets him to go back in. And um, But then after, like Evan's like rubbing her back while they're standing there. Yeah. And I'm like getting goosebumps like, what is happening? Like all of a sudden he's just very comfortable with her and she even like moves forward slightly when she feels the hand like it's just oh these little touches guys it's all about the details all about the details yeah but you're right i mean it, it did seem maybe we did miss something i thought we didn't i was watching <laughs> i think just they had that moment i think that was like all evan needed was like okay she's into me then i'm gonna start pursuing her like this is his whole you know I mean, if just, that's how you pursue someone. right in. I yeah. I mean, geez louise. And then from there, it's just like game on. Game on. We, I don't even, I'm, I would say I don't have the words, but I know I need to have the words. Um, and I do. I wrote them down, so I do technically <laughs> have them. So we have just a bunch of kissing going on <laughs> from this point on that I was not prepared for. I was like, what is what is happening so we have quite a few before end kisses usually if we're lucky we get one mm -hmm. um i think i lost count i don't even know three four we get I, I i lost count too i mean there's there's so many so many kisses cheek kisses and hand holding hand holding it's, um it's a date We've there's a dating. lot there's a lot of dating and kissing and and stuff going on and i love it yeah i mean we always talk about how why don't these characters date we never see them date and these characters are dating this is this is what dating looks like apparently yeah so this first kiss you know so they're sitting and then i honestly i can't like i think i blacked out like i don't even remember exactly <laughs> what was said because i was in shock my jaw was on the floor i was like oh my goodness and can i tell you this kiss was perfection is it blazing <laughs> is that is that what perfection means i believe let, let me check in my notes here um uh yeah it was a blazing inferno a before and kiss was a blazing inferno i couldn't even believe it there's like she's like kissing his bottom lip <laughs> like action going on and then he leans forward for another kiss. And there's a hand, his hand was on her leg too. He moved his hand either on her leg or on the, the small of her back. Good Lord. I, I, and then, yeah. And then we get the adorable. And then before he's like, they get interrupted because they hear like the workers are coming. Um, so then, it, oh, I should go. And then he leans down and kisses her on her cheek, which, which oh, is just man. the sweetest. I mean, and it could have been so easy for them to be like, no, we're going to have the workers come and it's going to be interrupted. Thank you for not doing that. 
thank you for letting them kiss and just thank you. Even me, technically <laughs> speaking, was like, this is, this is a kiss. We've got a kiss. I, I was thought I was, dr- okay, I was like, did I pass out? Am I dreaming? Like, is this really happening? I may, I may or may not have rewound it and watched it again, but I, I just, I was dumbfounded. Like, I could not believe this was happening. Then we get another one shortly after. Yeah. Like, oh, these people just kissed and they like each other and they see each other again. And they're kissing again. It was, it was a Couldn't good morning be. kiss. It was a could, good morning kiss. Could not be Hallmark. Couldn't be. Um, but it is. And I I welcome it, Hallmark. <laughs> and I I hope to see more of this. because um, this is this is what this is what happens. Like when people like each other and they're dating, they're kissing. Yeah. And um, and right after this I wrote again, please no conflict. Please, no conflict. I mean, she comes in with this coffee because she gets some coffee every day and a little good morning kiss, just a little good morning kiss. And it's those little little things that make me so happy. We even have a scene which, pardon me if I, my mind is, is somewhere else, but he walks her home. Mm, the dating, yeah. And he, and she says, do you want to come back for a nightcap? Mm-hmm. Which I'm sure, this is Hallmark Land, I'm sure it was just a nightcap, just a little drink. But it felt like they were were, were going there. Mm-hmm. How did you feel about that? Yeah, no, 100% they were going there. I don't, I don't <laughs> think she has a, a bottle of, of bourbon stashed in her <laughs> luggage uh, just for this moment. Uh, and she, she looked disappointed when he declined because he's an artist. Of course he's going to be working. Uh, but the kiss afterwards was like... Uh, like a, a way to say, hey, I get what you're saying here. And, you know, here's the this kiss. is this is a nightcap for you. Yeah. For you here. Um, and can I tell you, it was another blazing. Oh, they were blazing on that porch. And I I mean, I just couldn't. couldn't I just couldn't believe it. Someone's um, got to call the fire marshal. I mean, I, this set was on fire. The set was literally on fire. It seriously was. I was like, what are we watching? What is happening? Oh, my God. And again, right below that, I wrote, please, no stupid conflict. And I, I feel like it. you manifested it because you were thinking about it the entire movie. No, it wasn't. I wasn't the entire movie. It was only when really when they started kissing and I was like, they're doing some new things. And I was like, my goodness, they're, they're doing it. They're making the perfect Hallmark film. Somehow they're going to ruin it. Yeah. <laughs> and I wouldn't say it ruined the no, movie it by didn't, any no, means no but it, it took away some of the, the luster and shine from an otherwise almost flawless piece of, of filmography here. yeah the conflict was rather disappointing since everything else was done so differently like they were i felt like they were really reaching and going outside of the box and i really felt like they could have done that with the conflict but yet they chose to stick to that sort of same formula. It's like they didn't know what to do with the conflict. It's like, oh, we need to have that ninth act conflict. What are we going to do? And they just came up with something a little ridiculous, a little silly. Um, and it, it and they don't talk. And it just it bothers me to no end when this happens. And the conversation, you know, the next day between him and her was just so painful and just it was juvenile. It's like the whole film, you have these great adult conversations and then you just don't. It made, it made no sense. 
And all the kissing. Like, after <laughs> all, all that kissing, Evan, you really thought Vanessa did you that way. Like, how? You're going to listen to your agent? An agent. Why wouldn't you just ask her? I get, like, oh, he's been hurt before, all this. But no. he even second guesses the agent when he's, yeah. like, telling him. And he's like, no, Vanessa wouldn't do that. So, yeah, keep that mindset. Go to her and say, hey, did you do this? Did you talk to the reporter about it me? Made, and it, she would have said, no, absolutely not. Okay, crisis yeah. averted. It made no sense. It made no sense. And and it dumbed down the movie. And and we know they can do it. We've seen movies now that where they don't put the conflict in and you don't need it. I mean, the conflict is the entire film. It is them getting the the the... I keep calling it a mansion. The cottage. The cottage. It's a up, much cozier. Yeah, man. much cozier mansion. I like that. Uh, up to snuff. That's the conflict to me in the film. That's what's going to happen. And even when the couple comes, that's why I thought they might have gotten rid of the conflict. Because when the couple comes and they want to see it and they have to do that those shenanigans, they have to lie basically. Um, I was like, okay, the conflict's done. But they, they still add it in because I I don't know. And again, we're harping on this, guys, but it's because everything else was done so perfectly. So I'm wondering, and maybe we need to get the writers on. I need to ask why they do it because it doesn't add to the film at all. It detracts from it. What do you gain by having this in your film? What do you gain? I'm I'm not on the edge of my seat. I know it's going to happen at the end. Like, it's not a surprise. So what really do you gain by having this? And I'm going to get off my soapbox now. You hear me off my soapbox. (laughs) I, I I get passionate because... Again, this film was so close to being what I would consider an almost perfect film. Uh, and they do this. They fall back on this. And there's absolutely no need. There's no need. I know. It was frustrating. But they do make up for it. They have a moment that you're kind of like, okay, I forgot about the conflict already. And yeah. he does apologize. But this moment where we're at the wedding mm-hmm. and the Amy and Scott, you know, are ready to do the first dance and you see the, Oh no. And he's like, Oh God. When he says, I forgot the moves or something like that. Like I was just like, Oh no. And then here comes Evan. Oh my gosh. Just sliding on in, pulling Vanessa on the dance floor. I lost my breath. I was like, Oh my God. I'm crying. I'm crying. You're losing your breath. I'm crying. Uh, I'm a mess. I was like, okay, I'm forgetting about the conflict. This is good. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm I mean, okay. they recovered really you. well. They recovered really well and they, they did it beautifully where they explained it and they recovered well from it. But it's still in the back of my mind, there's no need. And that piece, that piece that he ended up making, very suggestive piece too. I, I don't know if you caught that. <laughs> I mean, I went to art school, so I can say this. It's a very suggestive piece, I think. Um, I think we both thought it was going to be like a tree. Yeah. You know, we talked a lot about the tree. It's but a tree then of I was life like, right there. It's a tree of I life. I think it was, you know, supposed to be like two people dancing. Yeah, that's one word for it. You know, they're intertwined yeah. on the dance floor. It, it, it was very suggestive. And so this, I feel like Hallmark really pushed some boundaries with this film. Uh, and I'm happy to see it because it, it makes it a more authentic, gen- and again, we've said authentic so many times, but really authentic, genuine film, in my opinion. 
Yeah. And then when they're laughing on the dance floor, when they're dancing and they're kind of like joking around and then that laughing, like that scene was like, like they, they were genuinely laughing. Like they, they just the, the relationship between these two, like, I don't know their personal statuses in, in real life, but right. I would be okay if these two were dating in real life <laughs> because I felt it that strongly. Are you, are you shipping? Is that what the kids I call am it? shipping these two. And if they are in other relationships, forgive me. I have no but idea. But that's how, that's how real lives. this chemistry was. Yes. Yeah. But again, uh, you know, I, I mentioned this earlier in, in the, the podcast here. They dropped the ball again. I'm sorry. They dropped the ball with technical at the end here. And it it made me so upset uh, because lighting up to this point has been A plus, A plus, maybe an S if you want to go above an A plus. Um, and we go outside. He takes her outside and it's just over lit. I mean, it, it's almost like they have this huge light and they're just flooding the light here. And then they have like this pink light on the wooden statue that looks out of place. And for the final kiss, you know, it just didn't fit. It wasn't romantic at all. It looked like they were at a, a baseball game with the <laughs> amount of floodlights they have just flooding this place. And so in my mind, you don't have it outside. You put it anywhere else in that cottage, anywhere else in that mansion slash cottage, and it works. Having it outside was just a mistake in my opinion. You know, the end scene felt a little off to me. Right, I yeah. Did, I don't think it was the lighting for me. It was the no, you do but it was you don't sense it, it was the lighting. <laughs> subconsciously, subconsciously it was yeah. the lighting telling me this doesn't something feel doesn't fit right yep i don't know what it was i feel like the ending seemed i don't know this is i mean i've loved the movie up until this point the conflict you know whatever right. but the dancing wonderful and then he takes her out and he's like i've got another surprise for you and then i'm like oh like What's it going to be? And then it's his sculpture, which, okay, I get it. Like, she inspired him, but he really brought it. It was there for the show, right. and then he really brought it all the way back to Vermont with him and to just show it to her, like, outside of the wedding. Like, he just had it there. That's what I'm I saying. I don't know. It, it was, was very odd. Yeah. Because that's, like, $50,000 he's not getting anymore. Like, he could have sold that piece. <laughs> Hundred thousand. And then, oh my God, I don't know if you were thinking this, but I got really panicky because he goes to put, he starts reaching into his pocket. Mm -hmm. And in my mind, I'm like, car keys. Yeah. Oh no, he's not, he's not doing what I think he's doing. He's not <laughs> pulling out a ring. Like he, this is not going to be a proposal and like, we're going to have the sequel wedding cottage too. um, Evan and Vanessa's wedding. I mean, I'm here for that, but not now. Like they literally just started dating. So yeah. I started getting scared. This would not be foreign to, to Hallmark if they did this, but thank God they did not go there. <laughs> but I just, I don't know. The ending just seemed kind of weird to me. Like, I don't know if we needed that last little scene where he takes her outside. No. Like if they would have just ended it with them saying, you know, on the dance floor kissing, you know. Yeah, fine. Roll um, credits. Because even the kiss at the end, that I will say I noticed, it. they were in the dark. Like I couldn't. So you said they had floodlights on him, but when they close up on the kiss, like her face is shrouded in darkness. Right, because they have floodlights coming in from the left side of the screen. So she's going to be in darkness and their backs are going to be lit. Like, okay. It just, it was odd. Odd choice at the end. 
little bit I, of a fumble. Yeah, and the kiss, the end kiss wasn't even the best one. No. I rated that one Sparks. You know, it was a good, it was a good kiss, but it was not the blazings that we had before. Yeah. And I, I think I was just so scared because I thought he was proposing, and I was just like, couldn't oh. get into it. Yeah, because you're scared. I get it. I um, get it. so the ending was a little strange for me, but it was still really sweet, and I thought it was cute that they were like. Oh, the wet the wedding cottage happily ever after. And they were really cute. And it's like, I guess they needed that to show like, oh, I am happy that he's going to keep it. And then he's like, oh, I need a partner. So, I mean, there were some cute, you know, things that they said. They to could have, other. they could have said that on the dance floor. Exactly. They um, could have said because the dance floor was so romantic. Because I, I, j- I just don't think we needed him to show her his sculpture. No. Like she's going to eventually see it. You guys are together now and how about this if you don't have the conflict she could have seen the sculpture oh my gosh imagine that imagine that and also like make some money like you could have sold that piece yeah fifty thousand hundred you haven't made something in a really long time evan like i'm worried about you financially your agent is too evan (laughs) come on yeah you can make another piece get that Um, paper get that paper but anyways I, we, we digress. These are really nitpicky things that, you know, we're just trying to find something. <laughs> no, I'm not. It, did, it was blatant. It was. It was a little it was a little odd to me, not because of the lighting besides the dark, mm. darkened kiss. But um, but yeah, I do also want to shout out the costume. Once again, the wardrobe girls killed it. I was excited when I saw they were doing this movie. I even saw like in the promo pics, the the scene where she's wearing that sort of like brown dress, uh, w- the dance scene where they're um, the, doing the practice dancing. I loved that dress on her. But like some of the outfits she was wearing, I was just was like, whoa. She's wearing the leather, well, it's probably pleather pants with like the blazer. She had like a lot of really cute blazers. Mm-hmm. Um, and also I loved Evan's whole look so yeah i mean i love the wardrobe girls you know big fans i i feel like they could have pushed him a little bit further like it felt very i mean he even mentioned mentioned like the pendleton shirt i wish we could have gotten a little maybe a little bit something quirky for him a little bit more artistry on him well when he goes to the art show oh, you're right he's got, he did, like he's got a scar okay scarf. Fair, fair you know i think he's got his vermont look and then he's got his new york <laughs> look so all right i i will retract that statement you're right he does go a little artistry fair um, point. fair point but i don't know do you feel like they're like setting up for a sequel possibly no. wedding cottage 2 where they will get married there um we have a little like New York time for them. No, like sequels don't budding. work. Sequels don't work in, in the Hallmark world. I mean, I just don't think there's been one sequel that I've enjoyed and it's, I just don't think you can do them well because everything's done. Like you're in uncharted territory with a Hallmark sequel because all the tropes that work in the first one aren't going to work in the second one. And you're basically creating bad conflict in a sequel to have them work it out. It just, it just doesn't work. Uh, There you have it, folks. He's shutting down a sequel already. I mean, prove me wrong. Hallmark, please prove me wrong. Yes. I would love to see these two. Just put them in a different movie, put them in a different movie, have the same. They would be different characters. Yeah. Different characters. I loved these two (laughs) characters. Fair enough. Fair enough. But that is the wedding cottage y'all. And my wisdom teeth streak is, has ended. (laughs) I still don't have the wisdom teeth, but <laughs> I love this movie. So I now know that there is nothing wrong with me. We we think. We think. <laughs> We're still still waiting on that. Jury's uh, still out. 
Uh, so this was a, a spring fling ringling uh, film. Although there was a lot of cold breath in this movie. Oh my god! That's I was about to say. It. So yeah, of course. Again. But I didn't even care. I, I did not care that it wasn't well, super they had, springy. They even had like ruddy cheeks too. That was super cute. But I don't, I don't understand why Hallmark just doesn't film their winter films right now. Like it would be so perfect. Although I guess when you're in Canada, it is still cold in the spring. I'm sure. Oh yeah, no, I went up there for Mother's Day and it was snowing one time. So it, it gets yeah, it's 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 a cold spring. But they're in Vermont. It's a little supposedly. Different. Supposedly. But. There you have it. Yeah. It is a winner. Big we winner. are going to watch this one again. Bravo to everyone involved. Great job. Mm-hmm. This is just, it was the cutest. Yeah. Really, I'm going to give a big, big chef kiss to everyone involved. Just really remarkable work. Like I said, one of, probably my top three lighting setups for a Hallmark film. Just awesome work. Yes. Thank you guys for listening. As always, make sure to follow us on social medias if you aren't already. And we really appreciate we we've gotten a few new reviews that have come in. Just the sweetest. They um, really are. They they make my 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 month year. Like it just <laughs> makes me so happy. We don't we don't have a lot going on, guys. So um, so no, really, thank you uh, from the bottoms of our hearts. Mm-hmm. We like it's just it's just the nicest thing to know that people are listening to us talk about these movies and enjoying it, and we love com- conversating. Yeah, that works with with y'all, and um, we really appreciate all of the feedback. Yeah. Um, so if you are listening, please make sure to subscribe to us on whatever podcast platform you're listening on and leave us a rating and review if you would like as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And we will be back next week. Yep. Thank you guys. Thanks.